Synthaholics. Synthaholics, thank you so much for downloading this episode. Today you have myself, Aaron O'Brien, and David Duncan. What's up, Dave? Mirror, mirror, on the wall. Are we still here? <laughs> Who's the teariest one of all? Uh, Michael Burnham. How Michael many tears? Burnham. Man, she, she could fill an hourglass with all the salt from her tears she's cried in just in three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> this hourglass is made from the tears of Burnham's. Um, real quick, without uh, giving too much uh, info out, just for the first couple of minutes here, what did you think of this episode? God, it was great again until the last ten minutes of the episode. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, the, the Mirror Universe stuff was just great. Uh, Michelle Yeoh was amazing. Actually, everyone's performance is pretty amazing over in the Mirror Universe. Like, it seems like they're all having a lot of fun with it. I remember reading um, for Enterprise, Trip Tucker hated being in the very universe but it seems like everyone uh in discovery is having a lot of fun with it yeah but yeah it's just more mirror universe stuff going on i mean i don't know how much of it really is spoilery considering like i mean the ending is but i mean like throughout people but people die so i'm assuming this is a a mirror universe of the mirror universe not the prime mirror it's, universe it's a, i guess it's a it's a it's a variation of the mirror universe yeah because they keep <clears throat> killing people who if if she was in the actual prime at mirror universe, right, right, then I guess she's in the Kelvin mirror universe. I don't know. I don't even how you like. She's in a different permutation, obviously. There's, otherwise, it would I mean, be- there could be multiple realities. I mean, if you think about it, there could be multiple realities within every action we make, from choosing to you know leave ten minutes early from your home, you know, going to work, or you know, sleeping well, in. There's the like Worf that, episode you know. where he runs into like the thousand Rikers or whatever it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the crazy Riker. Like, Bars everywhere. The, you can't the, send us back. The giant beard. Yeah, it was great. So I mean, there's lots of different mirror universes, and as many times as Star Trek goes back in time and changes things in the past, like what is the prime universe anymore? Really? Just the that's prime is just the one that we know. So yeah. But some people um, say the Prime Universe changed at the end of that episode. Of uh, th- uh, this episode? No, no, the the Worf like, like breaking through time and stuff like that because things were a little bit different oh. at the end of the episode than they started off with. So maybe the the whole Prime Universe shifted at that episode, if that's to to be believed. Or some it's like a fan theory about it. Uh, hmm. How about you? What did you think about this week's episode? So I'm not gonna lie, I exact opposite as you. I thought the first half of the Mirror Universe, although wonderfully shot and wonderfully acted, I was bored to tears. And then at the end, I was super excited that they're done with it. Yes. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, I mean, um, I, no, no, but I mean, there. Were, I, I don't want to give away spoilers yet, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's at the end. The uh, everything that we talked about last week that we thought it seems like we were kind of on the right mark. So. Yeah, it's just, I mean, I agree, it's a waste of two episodes. It doesn't move anything along, which is annoying. But, I mean, it's just a fun romp, and I enjoy it. I enjoy Mira Mira Giorgio and her basically trying to be Mira Spock, trying to course correct her 
other version of the mirror universe. Right, exactly. Right, right, right. All right, so you want to get into full spoilers? Sure, let's do it. Spoilers! All right, so we are in Star Trek Discovery. This is episode uh, titled Terra Firma Part 2, and this is Season 3, Episode 10, and aired December 17th, 2020. Uh, We are going to start off basically where everything got kind of dropped off last episode. Michael Burnham had been discovered as a coup against uh, Emperor Giorgio, and because of her treason, uh, they everyone wants her dead. Even Michael wants to die. All the treason. But Giorgio, uh, feeling some kind of uh, softness and kindness and, and love for her daughter, doesn't want to kill her for her treason, so she ends up uh, throwing her in the agonizer booths. And from there, she has a Captain Killy interrogate her to give, uh, give away all the uh, co-conspirators to break Michael's her to bring her back into the fold uh so uh we get um a long montage of uh of uh michael burnham being tortured and um i, I loved killy's expression whenever like she was like oh whenever michael didn't give up the expression she made this like really funny pouty face it's like oh yeah yeah I and, know. and like, then press the button <laughs> yeah she's kind of like that <laughs> Yeah, she's is uh, she's like that evil like Karen kind of thing going yeah. on. Oh, she totally um, has a she totally has a mirror universe Karen haircut. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So from there, Kelly finally breaks Michael, and Michael decides that she's going to you know give up all the her uh, co-conspirators, and so Giorgio says you have to go and kill everybody and. Uh, who who you worked with and she's like okay but um apparently she says but you can you can work with Dem- uh, Detmer with that so yeah cuz Detmer had come in and like so Giorgio knows Detmer is like a co-conspirator with her right right they hey, Lord, they they showed they showed them chase down yeah. Landry yeah, but they just Landry Landry, Landry yeah. also doesn't get the talk Landry also dies not quite as a horrifying death as the tardigrade but Landry's died 3 times now <laughs> something like that yeah just destined to die no matter what don't go out in space landry and then yeah so when she goes in to uh kill everyone the only one she couldn't find was lorica lorica's been missing for forever so i'm so assuming presumably this is stuck in the prime prime universe, another right? prime time uh, prime version two timeline prime time lorica and uh, yeah, so what happens from there is that uh, sh- uh, she, uh, so sh- she like has all the badges of everyone she collected a co-conspirator, and then she kills Deppner right at the end of it. So Deppner gets it too. She gets stabbed by uh, by Michael, and so now she's in Michael Burnham is in the good graces of the Emperor again. And what happens from there is. Uh, they are going to. They get a signal from uh, somebody who's working with Lorca. Lorca, yeah, yeah. And this guy, he's uh, uh he's at Riza, so, and this his ships his uh, ships there, and he's. Uh, I guess they never made it into a pleasure planet because they said there's not a warp signature with 150 light years, and I'm like, what? This place should probably, be hopping. We're all the Ferengi. Probably, yeah, they probably bombed the shit out of it. So this guy <laughs> named Duggan and Bajoran um, Horse. Don't know who. <laughs> This guy, uh, does this Duggan ever show up before? He's the guy from The Expanse who uh, knew about the proto-matter. um, Oh, my God. That's right. I knew uh, I knew him from something. I thought it was from a a Star Trek episode. No, no. It's the the guy from The Expanse who knew about the proto-matter, and um, Miller shot him in the head so he couldn't tell anyone about the proto-matter. That's right. I forgot about that. 
Nice. So he also dies again. He's uh, also destined to die. <laughs> Don't go out in space, Duggan. <laughs> yeah. Um, Miller will so, shoot you or one of the mirror universe people will. Right. Uh, so they go to uh, Ryza to knock, uh, to get, get get this guy and find out where Lork is. Anyways, uh, back up slightly. Uh, we have a small story with Saru and Giorgio that basically uh, Saru is like, you're going to have to call me because I'm uh, going to go through my change of life. <laughs> and uh, she's like, no, no, you're going to live. And uh, don't worry, I've seen it happen before. The, uh, what is it called? Vaharai. Uh, Vahara, yeah, and so, so he says, just lock yourself in a closet, and uh, by the end of it, uh, you'll be okay. Once you've masturbated so, sixteen thousand times, you'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so, it's like so, they tell you you go blind if you masturbate too much. Well, if, uh, when Kelpians masturbate too much, they lose their uh, ganglia. The ganglia shoots out. They just fall off. Yeah, right, exactly. So uh, she says, you'll be fine, and then you can tell everyone else that this Vahara is uh, just natural thing. It's just your puberty kind of thing kicking in. It's so natural. Yeah, so uh, then they get to uh, they get to the uh, Ryza to uh, intercept Duggan, and when he, uh, he gets beamed on board, he's in the brig, and when they go to question him, this is where Michael and a bunch of other people turn on Giorgio and they have their phasers pulled. And uh, she's like, you know, she's going to save the emperor uh, empire. And uh, Giorgio's, you know, she, she seems upset, but then all of a sudden she seems like she's already uh, understood this is going to already happen. So she plans has a backup plans. Plan. plans within plans. Right. And so she, um, uh, Killy comes in with a, a couple other people, and the Kelpians, Saru, just throw people around like ragdolls. That's great. Because he's, he's gone through the Vahare, so now he's ready to kill. <laughs> Hulk smash, Saru smash. I know, right? Uh, it's funny, it's like the most like chill, calm people, like, you know, like Vulcans and Kelpians, they're like super strong. <laughs> super violent when you want them to be. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so there's a big fight in the brig. Giorgio forces uh, prevail, and then uh, Giorgio and Michael are fighting. And Michael's got knives, but uh, Giorgio has a sword, and she stabs Michael into the stomach, abdomen. And I was she like, gets, I was like, at this point in the show, I was like, I, I actually, can we stay in the mirror universe since Michael's dead? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> and then, uh, and then she gets stabbed uh, with her knife. And there's a scene where uh, Saru grabs uh, Giorgio and is cradling her, and you know, basically uh, telling she had to do what she had to do. There was nothing else. You know, she there was no way she could go. Uh, you passed through Vahari. Yeah. So. So anyway, so uh, then she looks like she dies, but then all of a sudden, she's back in the Prime Universe, back on Danis Five with. Carl with Carl and Michael and she said you just uh, you went through the door and you passed out and uh, Carl's like well you know you might have been there a little bit longer and Georgie's like I was there for months I was in the I was in the Terran universe for months and then when she looks on her wristband it shows that she has months of data accumulated on her uh, little uh, tracker so I guess there was a meaning for that in the end her Fitbit <laughs> her Fitbit was like there to uh, uh, to track her her data. So, anyways, Carl reveals himself finally as the guardian for uh, forever, which we 
uh, is from the original se- series, uh, the episode uh, "City on the Edge of Forever." So, yeah, I, I mean, it was a cool little sequence. Uh, and last time, if you looked at his paper, I didn't notice this until people were posting close-ups of his paper. But it's the same paper that they showed Judith Keeler being oh, nice. being killed on. It's the same name of the paper, same logo. It, it's, I mean, it's a really good Easter egg. So, I mean, I guess had I noticed that, we should have guessed Guardian of Forever over Q. Although. I do personally think it's odd that Guardian of Forever is doing like a test of morality or a test of goodness because that doesn't seem like a Guardian of Forever thing. It well, seems like more of a Q thing. True, but we don't really know what the Guardian of Forever could do or would do in the original episode because they just kind of used them to jump through and they ask it a few questions and then they fuck off. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, we, we don't know anything about the Guardian of Forever, which is why I lean toward Q because Q is always like trying to make humanity better, trying to test them for if their humanity can be better or whatever. So that's why I thought it'd be more of a Q thing. But I mean, like, I mean, either way, it's fine. And I like Carl a lot. I do too. And I, I, you know, I heard some people have problems with them using the Guardian Forever. I was like, why? It's like it's part of Star Trek lore, and honestly, um, I wish we saw more of the Guardian Forever. Which, interesting enough, Carl uh, mentions that they kind of abused Carl and his gate uh, in the Temporal Wars. So well, the hole did seem a little bit bigger this time than it did the last time we saw it. It got uh, no lube, Carl. We're sorry. We're sorry, Carl. I Guardian Forever. <laughs> No, the gaping of forever. Um, no. <laughs> uh, get banned. We're gonna be canceled. Cancel culture here. That's fine. That's, That's uh, fine. No, but it's just. <laughs> I don't understand why they abused Carl so much and made him gape. I mean, they've got ships that can travel through time. Hell, Ensign What's-His-Face from Enterprise just had, like, a wristwatch thing that transferred that was smaller than Giorgio's wristband that took him back and forth through time. I mean, like, I don't know. Why'd they need the Guardian of Forever? We had time ships with the Relativity. We had Crewman Daniels, whatever tech he was using to go back and forth with the future. It seemed like time traveling, I mean, seemed really easy. Hundreds of years ago. Yeah, but I bet you using the Guardian Forever would be easy, too. If you just say, take me to such and such time, and they just go there. I don't know. Guardian Forever was a little bit of a dick in, in TOS. He's like, he's, I don't know. He seems pretty helpful now. Yeah, seems he like, seems, yeah. He, he wants to help everybody. He's got Stockholm Syndrome. He, he liked being abused a little bit. I know. He's like, please, <laughs> like, please tell please. me what to do. Go through my orifice. <laughs> gave me some more yeah so anyways yeah so he he gives her a solution because uh georgia is not cured she's still coming apart molecularly so what they're going to do is she, he's going to send her back into the past where she is uh where the mirror universe is closer uh to the prime universe since they've been the the two different time streams or dimensions have been uh separating for the last you know thousand some years so they're gonna send her back and so she says goodbye to michael and uh that's it (laughs) michael cries of course as usual and then yeah so uh michael beams back up uh real briefly uh back on the ship uh we find out that adira and uh stamets are like taking all this power from uh reno's engines it was great it was probably one of the most apt lines in the entire show stamets is like where the hell have you been i'm like yes exactly where have you been i know and the funny thing is uh, which I hate. She was eating uh, black licorice. Oh, so, so gross. Oh, so gross. I don't know why she's eating that. But anyways. It's practically uh, an accessory. 
I know. It's like, you can't have food here. It's candy. It's, it's, it's not, not food. Really. It's candy. Uh, she, so she's pissed that they're taking more uh, energy from uh, the reserves to find the, the missing ship uh, that's sending out that signal that they're looking for, which obviously should give them clues to how the burn started. And Book uh, brought the HomePod off of his ship and hooked it up, which is, I guess the Siri search is really good in the future, and it can find stuff better once you hook it, it up to Discovery. It looked more like Alexa. Kind of like a, like, a, like a home. It was like a cylinder, like a HomePod. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah he hooks this thing up, which is a um, uh, Emerald Chain tech, and he dismantled some things that can track it, apparently. And when he hooks it up, uh, they can automatically... Um, read the uh, go go through because i guess subspace is all fucked up so that's why they couldn't um they were trying to p- put so much energy to do through their sensors through subspace but subspace is all fucked up so it couldn't get through it so you still haven't talked about this this is there's so many things for them to talk about they talked about it in the first episode and this is only the second time it's been mentioned this season yeah. about sub something wrong with sub, subspace but they haven't elaborated or explained why or what's going right. on yeah yeah um, is it linked so, to the burn or not? We don't know. We don't know. But so it looks like that this works and they uh, can locate the uh, the ship that they're searching for and they can uh, start now scanning that ship. So, And uh, when they consult with uh, Starfleet with Admiral Vance, he's kind of pissed that uh, Book helped and that he used some Emerald Chain tech and he kind of like admonishes Book for helping because, you know. And Saru. <laughs> and Saru. And he's like, well, you want us to figure it out, and we figured it out. Like, what? We got results. Like, what do you want? Admiral Vance is like, just seems to be like a guy who just comes down like angry no matter what. Or or he just is like, I don't know. He, I don't understand. Like, the, like he's, he's, he's writing ri- his he's, character. He's written as, as an obstacle. Yeah. Unless it's to help Michael Burnham, then it's like just keep doing what you're doing, Michael Burnham. Even though you fucked up real bad last couple episodes, we're gonna just you're the man. You're you're, you're gonna man. be the one that's doing all the good stuff now. You're going to Vulcan, you're gonna you're Spock's sister, you're gonna do this and that. I'm just like I don't know, it's really weird. Like I don't understand how he's written. He's either a hard ass or he's like a teddy bear and like he's got no rhyme or reason to what he is. No, I agree. It's 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 kind of He's kind of a confusing character. I like the actor. I mean, because he's the yeah. dude from the Mummy. I like. He was one of my favorite characters from the Mummy. Mysterious dude. But like, I don't know. He just he just doesn't have much of a character. Like, it's hard to tell if like Starfleet is actually evil in this future. Like, I mean, maybe that'll be a reveal at the end of the season that Starfleet's evil and like they've got to like fix Starfleet from the inside and make it good again. Because you know the the Vulcan lady. Whenever they're talking about the Federation, you know, Saru's like say, saying what he believes in. And everyone's like, "Do you really think the Federation is this?" Mm-hmm. It's it's it, they're casting doubt on the integrity of the Federation, right? Right. So I mean, I don't know if that's going to be a, the the finale plot twist or, or what. You know. Yeah, yeah. And Admiral Vance also brings out that and he says, "Oh, you saw a Kelpian uh, chick over there, so now you just want to go and uh, you want to call her." It's huh? been a long time since that closet in Maharai, hasn't it? <laughs> so um, get back in the closet, Saru. Yeah. So anyway, so he uh, he's like, "No, that's not the case. I just want to get to the bottom of this." So anyway, so uh, he they guess Admiral Vance says, "Yeah, okay, um, you know." continue on <laughs> so uh yeah he just well, like got over real fast i'm like what like, are you mad or he's upset annoyed? because he doesn't want um 
He does want the Emerald Train to get a, their hands on the Spore Drive, obviously. So, I, I, why haven't they copied the Spore Drive? Like, why? I, I just don't, I, this isn't a, this is this shouldn't be a problem. It's, I, well, it's, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't understand. I mean, the discovery in their Spore Drive was pretty experimental, and they had the um, the Glen that didn't work out either. So. Well, they've, they've perfected the technology, so I don't understand why they don't just um, yeah. just start replicating it. I, I mean, they'll have to just take some of Stamets' DNA and fuse them with some other guy, um, mm-hmm. some other person's DNA, I guess, or whatever. You know, I mean, I don't know. It just It's just they keep like acting like Discovery is like this key and this is a unique thing. And we're just like, you've got 900 years of technology on this. Just copy the spore drive for the love of God. Right, right, like, exactly. They're scared the Emerald Chain's going to do it, so why the hell don't they? It's I don't just, know. I just, it's just, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't get it either. Well, uh, so, yeah, so that book goes to, you know, console Michael when she finds out that Giorgio, uh, that Michael beamed up alone and not without Giorgio. So everyone goes, oh, she didn't make it. So um, they have sort of a, uh, you know, a toast to Giorgio. It's it's there. It's her eulogy, and she's um, how to put it. You know, it's sort of like saying goodbye to the character. Yeah, which it's her send off. Uh, yeah, it's her send off. And I, so I mean, technically, I, she is dead because if they send her back in time, she's died of old age. Yeah, true enough. Yeah. So as soon as they send her back, she is dead to them. The thing is, is so obviously we know that uh, they're going to have a. Section thirty one um, show. Section thirty one uh, with Michelle Yeoh. So that's apparently a thing i still don't know if they've actually official done any production on this or how far they've gotten it's it they, seems they yeah, on the back burner it's, it feels like they announced that before season two of discovery i do i know right <laughs> i exactly. mean like it, it's like why they announced this so long ago and there's been nothing on it right i mean hell um, strange new worlds has gotten more production done on it it seems than section 31 I so i don't even know if section 31 is actually going to happen anymore Right. I'm not saying it's been canceled. I'm just saying like the lack of news isn't encouraging. Yeah, they, we we kind of thought we would have seen that by now, but but they wrote it off the show, so the door is theoretically open. Yeah, exactly. Through the Guardian of Forever's gaping hole. Mm-hmm. So um, just how Georgia would like it, she likes it rough. Yes, well, you know she does. So yeah, so she uh, they, there's some. It's a funny little send off eulogy they give her, and and then uh, you know they finish up, and that's uh, kind of. Where they kind of uh, go, or oh, they're you know that they're going to um, uh, go to the um, uh, the ship that's missing. I'm trying to remember the name of it right now. It's escaping me for the moment. The ship yeah, that they're searching for. I don't remember it either. But anyway, so that's how the episode basically ends. Um, I don't know, uh, Dave. Thoughts on uh, Terraforma Part Two? I mean, uh, I mean, I understand like why you're like uh, didn't care for it because I mean, like, I, I just never liked Mirror Universe. It I mean, never made sense to me. I, I, it was it was a fun romp in TOS for a moment, and then you know, obviously we got you know Deep Space Nine took it <laughs> to weird places, and uh, it wore out its welcome in Deep Space Nine. Enterprise had some had some fun with it. Probably, I think maybe the more uh, fun. You know, two shot story. You know, it's a two part story, but it was just like it didn't affect anything other than you know that than those two episodes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, there was Discovery's, uh, Discovery's fascination with the universe is uh, to me a bit tiresome. But I just, I it's it just never made a lot of sense to me. And it's just that's just me. I always like how can a civilization continue to work when 
it's like the Klingon Empire. It's like if you just keep on killing superior officers, you know, yes, you're going to have like this really like cutthroat leadership, but everyone's always gunning for your for your job, and you know, and you're just going to die at some point. I, I don't know. It's Who picks bizarre. up the trash in the mirror universe? I mean, come on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. he's trying to like, he's trying to kill his manager so he gets to manage the guy killing tra- the trash trash management yeah. position. Exactly. Everyone's in management and waste management. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the manager. Who's your manager? <laughs> I'm the manager. <laughs> You're speaking to the manager. I, I don't okay. I, I don't want to go on a rant on Mirror Universe. I mean, if people <laughs> listen to the episode, people know I'm not a crazy fan. I, some people love the Mirror Universe and like, okay, have fun with it. It's just not my thing. It's not Star Trek to me. I know it's part of Star Trek lore. It just doesn't do anything for me. It's not why I tune in for Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, I I, I feel you. I I, I feel the uh, similarly. I just it's fun to see it's fun to see like real quickly but they've stretched this out and like I've honestly Deep Space Nine I could skip all those episodes with the mirror universes I mean it's just like it, it really doesn't do anything for me for those you know the Deep Space Nine episodes oh yeah they're I so did, silly too yeah they wore out their welcome real fast on DS9 yeah. and I was like yeah can we can we not and now that Michelle Yeoh is gone hopefully Star Trek Discovery won't ever have to veer into the mirror universe again but <laughs> never say never because this is Star Trek Discovery and they'll Try to find a way, right? Exactly. Although they did, they have set up in the lore that it's been hundreds of years since the mirror universe has been seen because it's drifting apart. Right. So exactly. maybe, maybe we're safe for the rest mm-hmm. of the, the run of discover uh, mirror, mirror universe discovery. But we do have strange new worlds coming out, so we could spend the yeah, whole season. They could just throw it in. And, we could, <laughs> and the mirror then, universe again, and then we could do it in section thirty-one. Michelle Yeoh can go back the to universe. Her universe. Yeah. <laughs> And then, Anyways, go, go and then on, the lower go on, decks. Which, oh god! <laughs> oh, that's myself. Yeah, I, I thought the episode was was pretty good. Uh, I, I enjoyed it for the most said part. It, said at the end, it fell apart for you. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just don't like Michael's melodrama. I felt like she was a much better actor when she was just evil and terrible in the mirror universe. I don't know. I, I'm just not a fan of her character, her characterization, her writing. Her writing was way better in the Mirror Universe. Like, I don't understand. I Maybe maybe the writers of Discovery just need to write Mirror Universe because it's way more compelling uh, from a writing standpoint watching the actors over there than it is from the Discovery standpoint because everyone's too touchy-feely and huggy and just like, like we've brought up before, like just not professional, not like – Starfleet professional, like we've come to expect with Kirk and Picard and all their other crews that had like you know at least a modicum of professionalism when they're on the bridge and you know on duty. I don't know. Um, it just the episode was just fun. It was exciting. I just I loved Giorgio and her element, and then we got back to Michael crying, and I'm just like, oh, okay. <laughs> this um, is <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like Michael Burnham died. I was just, I actually get killed in the mirror universe. I'm like, sweet, can we just stay here? We don't have to go back. To I me. knew you must have been loving when she was thrown in that agonizer booth. You're like, thank you. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I like that when she got the sword run through. I was like, sweet, can we can we be done here now? Finally, a little bit bummed we didn't didn't get to see Lorca. I mean, because they mentioned him a whole bunch. Yeah, I kind of thought that we'd get like a little cameo, but no, apparently not. I mean, Carl says there's an alternate universe where Mirror Giorgio is dying right now. So it just opens up a giant rabbit hole of like, 
it's a, a different version of the mirror universe, which means that Lork is in a different version of the prime universe or whatever. And I don't know. And even in last step, last week's episode, I was a little bit annoyed that they had like named all the universes and like, they're talking about them. Like we talk about them. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's like a little, uh, breaking the fourth wall, like saying yeah. well, this is <laughs> prime universe is the mirror universe. And here we have William Shatner. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was just bizarre the way they like they named it how it's referred to and you know uh, just so we can keep the universes straight you know outside of canon you know right so a uh, little bit strange how they're doing that um, but yeah fun romp my thing didn't automatically play the preview so I have no idea what they're doing next week uh, they're going after the ship that's what oh. they're doing yeah and it looks um, actually pretty visually arresting in couple couple scenes so uh i I gotta say their production value on discovery is kick-ass you know they they look amazing they have some amazing scenes and even the opening couple shots of discovery in the mirror universe in this episode very well done like the camera's like flipping and doing some cool stuff oh speaking Um, of the mirror universe like i liked that they redid the credits except they were upside down i didn't like the upside down but i liked that they were blue I wish they yeah. would stay blue because it's so much better and nicer to look at than the ugly ass orange the opening has been for three seasons. The blue yeah. is so pretty. I don't know. It just that was cool. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Um, they, they maybe they took that little uh, note from uh, the Enterprise episodes uh, oh, where was, they um, that was great. <laughs> well, they totally they, redid the intro. It was awesome. Right, right. But they uh, were super yeah, lazy. Darkly, yeah, one and two. They were super lazy with this one. Book ship was still there in the beginning. They should have like they haven't changed the opening at all this season because usually they put in different little snippets. There's of a different couple things. scenes in there that are a little different. Are they? Um, I, I feel like they haven't. The captain's cha- chair. The captain's it's chair. It's been there yeah. since the beginning. Yeah. Was it? I yeah. thought there was something else. I can't remember. There's something. Book oh, ship is little, always that there. That little robot. That little robot. It's the been there since robot? the beginning. Yeah. It's. That, I don't think it's changed. Robot? Yeah, it's been there since the beginning. Since the first episode of the season. Like in season two, it changed like three or four times. In season one, I think it changed three or four times. This season, it's only changed once for the mirror universe, and all they did was flip it upside down and turn it blue. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I I, I just I thought there was. I thought they did a couple different. I've been looking for changes, and it doesn't seem like they did anything. I mean, at least I mean they could have like switched out the book ship and put it in the Sharon. You know something. Yeah, oh, they did put book. Yeah, book ships in it. That's one of the things that they put. Book in, ships right? been there since the first episode, though. Oh, I okay. I'm sorry. I thought you meant since. I, I thought you meant for all seasons. Right? No, no. I, I just. Mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, it's changed from season two, but season two had a couple snippets where they changed. Yes. Okay. Yeah. During uh, the I, season. Yes. You're. You're. Yeah. That's right. They they don't change it per episode. This was the first time they changed something for the episodes with the different colors. So. Yeah, I mean, in season um, two, like they would put in like different snippets of different things, like as the story progressed or whatever. Right. Just like for it would be more a- applicable, and some are the same across the board. And all seasons like the hands and like the the fungus or whatever and the grappling hook thing but yeah. all the other scenes have been like changed the season didn't do a lot of change i mean they changed the beginning but they haven't changed throughout which is i thought was kind of odd yeah, yeah. um um but, but yeah i mean uh i i can't wait to get on board with and find out what the hell's going on with what's wrong with subspace what's wrong with uh, the burn who crew who caused the burn why is the burn happening are they going to find discovery also in the nebula What's what? the deal with airline peanuts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Arian was played by a different actress than the one that played her so that she would look different in the Mirror Universe, which was a nice touch. All in all, I mean, it was solid. I, like I said, I just really want to know. I just want to get the plot moving, and I'm hoping next episode will do that. Uh, what are your more in-depth, swirly thoughts? 
again, like I said, production value, very, very good. Uh, there's nothing I can complain about production. Acting, phenomenal. Michelle Yeoh is top of her game. So, like Really good acting. My problem is, first of all, like I said, I stated before, I'm not a big fan of the Mirror Universe. Uh, so I was like not happy about going into this episode. Secondly, I didn't like... There's just a lot of like long dialogue scenes that just like kind of milking things. Like first, you know, Michael Burnham's and all the you know going through the agonizer booth and Killy's interrogating her and all that stuff, and and you have like Giorgio just sitting there watching her on screen and giving kind of like a dialogue. You will learn, daughter, and you will learn to change your mind. It's just like okay, what? I, like I don't care, you know. It's like I, and then you know, and then obviously she. You know, Killy supposedly "quote unquote" breaks her, and um, which she doesn't. And you know, and then there's this whole dialogue of her turning in everybody, and at least they didn't show her systematically killing everybody, and that was part of the cue because that would have been exhausting. Yeah, but yeah, so I just it, it just it dragged for me, and I just didn't care for uh, I don't care for the Mew universe, so I was just like just watching just to see where the plot goes. Uh, I had problems with Giorgio cause now Giorgio's changed, um, from being in the prime universe. So she's, she's become softer, uh, more thoughtful, not as what sadistic. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the correct way to describe it, but so yeah, so she, so because of that, uh, she has, you know, just been like, Oh, you know, like, uh, Kelpians should live and, Go through the Vohari, uh, uh, and uh, you know Michael Burnham. I know you betrayed me, but you can live. You know, and then when she's in the Prime Universe, she'll be like, you know, I'll, I'll cut you to pieces and suck the marrow out of your bones, kind of thing. You know, it's like it's like a totally different character in some ways. So it kind of yeah, frustrates me. Yeah, that's why I wasn't crazy about how like I didn't like her for the two episodes leading up to the Mirror Universe because she was like just so like over the top. George, yeah. Evil Giorgio was just like, oh come on. Like it just, it just. I mean, George, yeah, Giorgio I, at ten is fine. Giorgio at thirteen or fourteen, I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. C- c- come on, dial it back, be normal. <laughs> yeah, I just. So that's that's a part where I got a little bit like, okay. So and then you know, uh, I thought I actually I liked the scene where Saru's cradling Giorgio at, just before she goes back to uh, Dana's five with Carl and Michael. Uh, in the prime universe. I, I kind of like that real quick scene. I thought it was well done, but then, um, I loved, uh, Carl revealing himself as guardian forever. I thought that was fantastic. It's what I wanted to see. Nice callback. It felt great to see. And then I, in somewhere I heard that in the original, uh, city on the edge forever, that there was going to be a, into like a person with the gate, but some reason they wrote that off. I'm not really certain on that, but that's what I heard. So oh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. They're all about cutting cutting corners and TOS and not having a budget. Yeah. Um. And then uh. Yeah. I mean, a nice send off for Michelle Yeoh's character. And I kind of felt like these two episodes were her send off. Oh yeah, for sure. And so I mean, cool, I guess. But it's not the way I'd want to. See. You know, it's just like it's not my favorite. I mean, it's um, just it's just silly for them to do all this this to waste two episodes to send her back. I mean, the, she should have just not been on the Discovery when it went into the future. I know, and they, you know, they, like Discovery yeah. writes themselves in these weird corners where they have to they they were they purposely have to waste time to resolve these things. Which if they wouldn't have written them that way anyway, they wouldn't have had to waste episodes like like in season one. The episode where we have to the whole episode's about planting new spores 
they can spore jump into Kronos instead of just having them because, oh, you no, know, well, the plot said we they all got destroyed, so now we got to, like, bring them back. And I'm like, well, if you didn't have the plot say they got destroyed, everything would have been fine. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. just they do a bunch of weird things where they just have to waste an episode to explain how now they've got it back or how we write Giorgio off. I'm like, why couldn't she just be one of the ones that stayed behind? And then she's Section 31. It's, yeah, like, it would- I, I agree uh, for the most part. And um, I don't know. Um, I, I So... I'm going to make an admission. I I like Michelle Yeoh. I think she's a fine actor. I just never like Philip Giorgio's character in Star Trek. Um, if we were doing a Mission Impossible movie, she'd be cool. Uh, I just don't like the Mirror Universe. I don't like what it stands for. I don't like their people. I know that her character obviously made a change in the end, that she kind of is now working more with Starfleet and the Federation. But I just never really went for it i i and that's why i have i have my misgivings about section 31 i i do i just i and i know you are a big fan of section 31 and i think it's where we split off here on opinions about star trek i mean i get that they want to have um, a vehicle to do the down and dirty stuff that nobody else wants to do but then kind of to me that always tells me that uh, your society that you base on uh, equity and you know egalitarianism and uh, democracy and all that stuff that it's not really what holds everything together. You still need people to go out and do like awful things to keep it to keep it going, and um, it, that everything else is an illusion. That's how I, I, I read that. Then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, maybe maybe I'm incorrect, but that's how I read it. Well, and I mean, I do want a Section 31 show, but I don't want an Alex Kurtzman Section 31 show <laughs> because I think it's just going to be terrible. He's well, mishandled Section 31 so bad in Season 2 of yeah. Discovery so that everyone's super familiar with it. So I'm like, what, what good is a secret organization that's that's the the unseen glue of the Federation that everyone seems to know about. I mean, for me, that's, that's the big issue I have with section 31 is that they took it from this thing that no one heard about to everyone knows about it in the past. And I'm like, what? Right. I, I see post Cisco people knowing about it. Cause Cisco probably would have told people cause that's who he was, but yeah, I mean, I, technically, I mean, obviously enterprise, we get like the beginning of section 31 in enterprise or like, I guess it was, yeah, always it was a, kind of written in the charter of um of the federation of the federation but that was kind of written obviously afterward but you know tos from tng we never had any inkling of section 31 it was only when we introduced it in uh deep space nine although, as, a, as a concept although i i do I, there's a couple episodes uh, the, the one with her or in um Kirk steals the cloaking device. That feels like it was a Section Thirty One like op. That that, uh, that, that yeah, Kirk, but it's not, it's not really said it's Section Thirty One. It's just under all this um, under all this veiled secrecy because they couldn't tell anybody what they were doing. Sure, sure. Which which made it feel like Section Thirty One. I mean, it is never said specifically, but that episode definitely feels really out of place for regular Star Trek and regular stuff that uh, captains would normally do. So it's well, I don't know. Picard was always going on some weird mission. No, you know? only once in a while, just in chain of command. Chain of command. <laughs> Got to find the mushrooms. Became <laughs> a, a ninja for a bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So, um, anyway, so that's and that's where I'm at. So I I don't want people to get me wrong. It's like I don't hate the character uh, per se or the actor. I never liked the concept of the character. I never liked the concept of Section Thirty One. 
But hey, here we are. It's part of Star Trek lore. I got to deal with it. But, you know, it, like I said, I, I, I grew up old school with TOS and TNG. And Deep Space Nine was, uh, you know, something I... It wasn't my formative years when Deep Space Nine was on, should I put on. So, that's, yeah. yeah. Anyways, but yeah, episode dragged a bit for me. I wish this episode would have moved forward a little faster and get out of the mere universe. But here we are. It was, like we said, it's... Uh, it's Philip Giorgio's swan song in for Star Trek Discovery. So, oh, I mean, I mean, I knew last week that we were going to be wasting a whole other episode and not moving the story along. So I just like, I just, it just didn't bother me that they spent almost the entire time in the mirror universe, just because I'm like, there's no way they're going to advance the plot this episode. So, right. right, right. I mean, I just kind of resigned myself to that and just like you know try to enjoy the ride for what it was. And I mean, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. I mean, was it pointless? Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. It was fun. It was fine. It was fine. I really just want to see the plot move forward. So I'm really hoping next week we'll finally have some forward momentum. I I think. I mean, we only have a couple more episodes coming up. So I mean, it's like I guess. I mean, they can't. Yeah, they have three more episodes. Oh, I only have three more episodes. It's just like really. Yeah, the two, the three episodes is the Citadel, uh, the Good of the People, and then Outside. So no part two for that first episode, huh? <laughs> I guess the hope is you part one. Maybe that's the first episode season of uh, season four. So I don't know. Maybe hope is you part two. That's so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, they've definitely gone a couple jags to get away from resolving the burn. And, um, I'm just scared. They're going to pull a season one and season two. They're going to, sp- oh, they're just no. going to like, they're just going to like, just, you know, try to do, you know, a season's worth of plot in three episodes or two. Because um, we may not even. Feeling, okay, this is what I think was going to happen. They are going to find. Uh, Osira and the Emerald Chain are going to track down Discovery. Maybe not the, during next episode or, or close to the end of next episode. And as they zero in on what the source of the burn is and figuring everything out by season, uh, by the uh, episode 13 or, or 12, uh, the good of the people, obviously the Emerald Chain will take over and somehow they'll get the upper hand and take over Discovery and they'll like maroon them or something like that. So we won't have anybody uh, on the ship. And that's where we'll get to the end of uh, that extra trek with Book going to, I forgot the name of it right now, where Book uh, visits Discovery. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a cliffhanger, like, you know, where they have to get Discovery back or something like that. Ooh. I don't know. That's just my thought. And because I, 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 I know the Emerald Chain. So w- maybe they won't resolve the burn, but they'll know, like, the, the what happened with, with the burn. So we'll have the answer, but they won't resolve it. And then uh, they'll figure it out by uh, season four. God, they're going to drag the burn out over another season. Oh, you know they will. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they they haven't done like season cliffhangers. They've just done like they just do this dumb thing where they just like resolve everything in a single episode, and it's so unsatisfying. Like the Klingon War. I think they're. I think they're going to do it because I mean they've already. You know, season four is confirmed. It's happening. It's in. It's going to be in production. I think they know it's happening, and and that they'll uh, they're going to tackle it. That would actually be a giant improvement if they um don't try to just do it all in one episode at the very end. Like if they, I mean, I'm not a fan of them dragging it out, but I'm also not a fan of how the last couple of seasons have ended with like the res- the resolution just being so dumb. So I really hope they do not do the dumb thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I, it, it would be I'm, nice to get like a cliffhanger to next season. That'd be kind of, kind of a nice, like, Oh my God. 
because um, they haven't uh, yeah, really, they haven't really done that yet in Discovery. I, no, uh, and I don't know. Did you ever watch True Blood? You know, I've only caught a few episodes. Uh, you know, my wife's watched it a few times, or she watched it at night, and I watched it a few times with her, but I never like watched it, watched it all the way through. It looked about, interesting. Looked really interesting. The thing about True Blood, I wasn't in love with this show, but the way they wrote the show, like every episode ended in a cliffhanger, and it was just kind of like it was just kind of like I like the show despite of itself. Like the cliffhangers kept you coming back to like like oh my god, they're just like crazy. Even though I didn't care about the characters a whole ton, just the cliffhangers were so crazy. I always wanted to see how they would like resolve it, and like Discovery needs to like do more of that. Because I don't, I'm not in love with the characters except for a couple of them, like you know, like uh, Jet Reno and having her on screen with Stan. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, oh, that's that's line that Reno throws out at Sam. It's, he says he can't apologize, or or, or what do you say? He can't apologize because he would uh, molecularly come apart <laughs> like a like an adolescence or something, like, like a teenager. And then they then they show a shot of a deer or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah, like, no, I just thought I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, um, I mean, their their banter is great. Like I, I want more of that discovery because I I just it's some of the best writing in the show. Well, thankfully. What we've been asking for has somewhat been coming true. We've been getting more of an ensemble story. I mean, it's still like a lot of Michael, but we're getting a lot of other characters now coming through. Um, the thing is, when it doesn't center on Michael, the plot doesn't move. Well, that's true. Because the second episode had almost no Michael in it, so the plot didn't go anywhere. They were just kind of like trying to get another situation. These two episodes, the plot hasn't gone anywhere because they haven't focused on Michael. They've been focused on Giorgio. And the episode before that, when Michael went with book to his planet, nothing really moved forward because it was an ensemble episode. It's really, it's really weird. Every time it's not a hundred percent focused on Michael, nothing happens. Right. It's it's a little bit disappointing. I really wish the other characters had the ability to move the plot along. Um, right. So I'm hoping hoping uh, for more of that next episode. But like I said, these last two episodes were kind of a fun turn your brain off romp. Right. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I, mean, I can I can take it or leave it. I mean, I, I would have rather gotten more story for the the plot, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, there's been some rumors. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but it looks like uh, Picard and Discovery is going to be coming to Netflix. Uh, I've been seeing that float around out there. I don't know if that's confirmed, so that'd be interesting if uh, people can actually start watching those episodes uh, without a CBS all access. I mean, they'll probably put like, you know, make the make sure the season's a year old before it's on there. So oh, yeah, yeah, they'll probably get, they'll probably that, put yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, and it's actually probably a good move for CBS all access. Cause if people really do get hooked and they love it, then they will get a subscription for CBS all access to get more viewers on board. So um, if you watched it on Netflix, would you hurry up to sign up on her CBS all access? I wouldn't. No, like, I mean, yeah. like if, if you heard, sure. okay. So if no, you no, 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 no. Yeah. I, 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 the I, next, uh, next Picard season's coming up yeah. and you want to see that, you know, you'll sign up for CBS all access. Oh, so you can see yeah. That because you've seen it now you you were holding off you weren't really interested in another subscription but now you're like man i really want to find out what happens next in picard i don't think that's but the thing is that like, was picard thing? good enough so like like if you like you know knowing what we know about picard if you if we abstain that we happen to be one of those people that didn't want to do it and if we watched picard i don't think i would want to sign up for cbi i just wait for it to come to netflix because i mean picard wasn't that good no I mean, that's. I mean, honestly, what do this you think? season of Discovery is better than Picard. Oh, absolutely! It is, it is absolutely better than Picard. Picard dragged 
so yeah. much. Every single episode was a drag, except for the um the Riker episode. That was a fun episode, just getting to see Riker, and it was like the most human episode I think of the the season. Yeah, and I think it was one of the ones where we didn't have a giant like Narek cut to. I think they didn't do that in that episode, which was really good. Oh, because she they just escaped because they had what's her uh, what's her face? Can't remember her name. <laughs> yeah. Expressionless data clone. Yeah, exactly. number two. Number two, take a number one. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so okay, I don't know. So we'll see. And then uh, we should also state, uh, lastly, is that. Um, we will not be uh, recording for the next two weeks because of the holidays. Yes, so we will be coming back and giving our thoughts about all three episodes uh, when we get back from the holidays. Yeah, it'll be after <clears throat> after uh, January first. Uh, so yeah, uh, we will we will do that after the, the first week of january whenever that lays yeah, we record but, on um, thursdays and thursdays is like christmas eve and like new year's eve and it's just like yeah no nah. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna spend we're gonna time with our family yeah yeah exactly so uh yeah so then probably yeah next uh the yeah the next episode our next episode for synthaholics will come out on the seventh no the eighth yeah we of, record on the seventh that comes out the eighth mm-hmm. yeah the eighth of um january so uh yeah so um uh during that time, you know, I hope you have a great Christmas, uh, yes. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, and holidays, uh, New Year, happy, happy, happy New Year, and uh, you know, eat some Christmas cookies, have some time with some of your loved ones, make if you some can. monkey bread and a Guardian of Forever shaped bunt pan. <laughs> <laughs> Tell uh, them about drink- all the gaping jokes that you love to hear on our show. <laughs> <laughs> drink some eggnog. Uh yeah, just have some fun, you know. Uh hopefully you get some nice presents and you give some nice presents as well. And hey, you know, um you know, we'll uh, just pick things up uh, from there and I guess actually by by then we'll be on the last episode of of Discovery. Maybe we can jump back into a little bit of expanse. Expanse your pants. <laughs> expanse your guardian of forever. Ooh. <laughs> Carl. Dirty old Carl. Dirty old Carl. What'd you do with that cigar? Would you like to know? Did you pull a Clinton? <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, a uh, couple things. Uh, if you disagree with us, if you have other thoughts, you can always contact us at our email. You can email us at synthaholics at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you there. You can also uh, hit us up on our Facebook group. Uh, it's Facebook forward slash groups forward slash Synthaholics. You can also hit us up on Twitter, and our Twitter handle is Synthaholic Duo. And if this show is something you would like to support, please go to our Patreon, Patreon forward slash Synthaholics. We would appreciate the support. Okay, Dave. Well, have a happy holidays. You too, Aaron. And a great new year, which, you know... <laughs> I guess we'll be talking after that anyway, so it doesn't matter. But 21, 2021. Forever 21. <laughs> Forever 21, that's right. All right, guys, until then. Uh, Spice yeah, live must live prosper. long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Spice must flow. Happy holidays. All of you Well, McCoy, my boy, come mix me a drink. Before the night's over, I'll puke in a sink and we'll cry till we laugh and we'll both shit our pants. You're the best.
best drinking friend I ever had. Mm-hmm. We'll have all the plot to talk about. Maybe it'll be so much better talking about all three because it'll like. <laughs> I know, right? It'll uh, make more yeah. sense finally. Condense those episodes as much as possible. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I was uh, pretty pretty stoked that you've got like a you've got a plan. Now. I, don't, I don't even know what to think for the next three episodes. I just figure they're just gonna drag it out and then like try to fit like a season's worth of plot into an episode or two. Out. This is where I just kind of think it's gonna go. But yeah, I mean that's more than what I've got. I just I don't even know what they're gonna do. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, I mean they they probably won't do what I'm gonna. I thought, but that's I think they're gonna stretch it into the next next season. Which I mean could be smart, I guess. I mean, or <laughs> that means they could drag. If they drag it out the next season, that means they could drag it out to season five too. <laughs> oh god! Oh my god! <laughs> tell a story, <laughs> please. Know, right? Please tell a story. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, yeah, it sounds good. 